Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. God questions Adam first. Men, you have the first responsibility to leadership. You have the first responsibility to accountability. You have the first responsibility to your home being in the house of God, your house being blessed by the covenant of the tithe. You have the first responsibility. I don't even enter into a man's house unless he's at home, unless I have permission. I'll stand on the porch until he get there. And if, it's, and if he said, I'll call him on the phone. I'll talk to you. I'm at your house. Would you like me to wait? And if I, and if I enter into a man's house and, and there's prayer to be had, he's praying first. I'm just doing it the Bible way. So, so God holds us accountable. And brothers, before you jump and talk about you want one of them pretty ones and the sweet ones and all that, understand that your responsibility is to answer to God first. So no matter what she wants, no matter what she says, no matter what she wants to do to try to influence, I have to hear it from God first. And if you were a wise woman, Proverbs 31 girl, Girlfriend, you would let him hear from God before you demand a response out of him. You would allow him. They got quiet. They almost went quiet on me. Let him hear from God. Because it's already been messed up. We were born into the messed up and we're trying to catch up. I know there's a few men that'll say, amen, please be patient with me because I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, this is counseling right now, 101. But I want the single people to, to kind of think ahead. Ladies, you don't want a man that's not going to talk to God. How are you going to get with you and he won't get with God? You're going to let him get with you before he get with God. You've been with God all these years, serving God, loving God, trusting God, believing God, hoping for God. Help me, God. Oh, God. God is my God. And here he comes. It's like, oh, I don't know. Every time he calls, I just don't know. You don't know what? God's been calling you for years. God's been calling you to leadership for years. Servanthood. God's been calling you, and then you, he's like, okay, well, if he go, I'll go. That ain't what happened in the garden. What happened in the garden? She took the fruit, she ate it, she's like, here, try this. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Newsflash, it wasn't an apple. <laughs> well, what kind of fruit was it? It doesn't matter. That's why it's so ambiguous. Because you'll be boycotting or trying to bottle and sell whatever it was. <laughs> Seriously. So that's why we don't know what it was. And so it says that Adam said, when God asked him those two questions, where are you and who told you you was naked? His response was, that woman who you gave me. Now, you can blame it on a lot of things, brothers. <clears throat> you can blame it on the devil himself. You can blame it on the boogie. You can just, just well, why you got to blame it on her? Take some responsibility and say, you know what? I, I allowed her to influence me. And I, and I, you know, I really regret that I listened to her to that one that one time I listened to her. All this other time you've been ignoring her while the game was on and stuff. And then, and then now we find ourselves in situations that we can't seem to get out of because we've abdicated leadership. We've left the position of leadership, both the men and the women. And so here's some leadership lessons from a woman named Eve. The leadership lesson from a woman named Eve. One, 
Don't step out ahead of him, girls, ladies. Please, if anybody should have been contending with the serpent in the garden, it would have been Adam. He's equipped for the job. That's what God made him for, and he made you to help him to do that. So God made your man for prayer. Help him get here. God made your man not to father just your children, but to father the earth. And I'm not talking about give birth to. I'm talking to Lord. That's what he that's what he made us for. And then he didn't make you as a secondary creature. It says male and female created he them. Them. Y'all are them. We are them together. It's not just her thing and my thing. Her account and my account. Her stuff and my stuff. We're going through an interesting stage right now where we have these snoring contests. But neither one of us are going to leave the room. We'll just be two snoring old people. We'll be snoring in harmony. Together. We're just sleeping shifts. You go to sleep. I'll watch you snore. I go to sleep. You watch me snore. Y'all, some of y'all in the 40s and above know what I'm talking about, right? Is there any snorers in the house? There's some snorers in the house. I know I can look at some of y'all and tell you snorers. Don't even try to do that. Don't be ashamed. Do not be ashamed. I saw a couple in JCPenney last night trying out pillows. It was an older couple that's like, this one ain't gonna work. Maybe we should try that one. Well, get the one with the curb in it. Well, the, understand this. Understand there should be nothing that should separate you from the love of God. Nothing shall separate you. And if you if you grab a hold to leadership, you'll understand your role and you don't have to worry about fighting and pushing or anything. I watched that couple and and she was picking out the ones and all of that. And he made the final decision. And then she had to pay. (laughs) I was like, never changes. (laughs) She had the credit card and he just stood back like, you know, and then when it got rung up, he just grabbed the bag and just slid it off the counter. (laughs) Just walked onto the car, you know. Isn't that interesting? And and that that was an African American couple. I watched a Caucasian couple, and he walked up to the counter, and he's like, "Yes, I came to pick up our order in." And he took care of the whole transaction and everything. And she just stood there, and then when he walked away, she walked behind him. <laughs> What's the lesson in that? Don't even answer. Don't even answer. Don't even answer. This is grace for the nations, church. So, so whether he's paying or you're paying, you are both them. You're together. Don't even desire an autonomous relationship. What is an autonomous relationship? I can do it without you. I can't pastor without her. So we're pastoring together. I can't lead the people without her because there's going to come a limit to what I can say to you without you getting upset and all, you know, girly on me. And I have no business speaking into your wife's life without you knowing about it or without you sanctioning it or without you discerning it or without you judging it or without you praying about it or without you affirming it. That's just Bible. That's Bible. But if you don't know it, then you can't show it. You can't step up to it. And if you're speaking opposite of what's being fed to your family, then you might as well go ahead and just rip their guts out. You might as well just go ahead and just take their whole digestive system out because every time something is preached and you all eat it together, they have to digest that too. That's why we encourage families to worship together. You know, don't split up. She at the nine o'clock, he's at the 11 o'clock. Well, the challenge in that is, you know, it's two different meals. So eat together. 
digest together, discuss together, agree together, give together. Remember Ananias and Sapphira along the way. Keep that in mind. But you also have to pray about everything. And so the woman that thou gave me, notice God gave Adam a woman. He didn't say that object that you gave me. He didn't even say that female that you gave me. He didn't even say the wife that you gave me. When God gave Eve to Adam, he gave him a whole woman. This is where it goes quiet again. Ladies, if you're not a whole yet, Adam don't need you. Not yet. Because Adam can't make you whole. God made woman. Adam didn't make woman. Adam, the other ladies is like, I know that's right. I know that's right. Well, some of you are too far, too long, far gone, and you got to go back and you got to be made whole. And that's not, I'm serious. That's serious. We can, we can keep it lighthearted. But please understand, only God can make you a woman. And I don't know a brother in his right mind that only want half a woman, part woman, kind of a woman, a little bit of woman. If she's only a part woman, what's the rest of her? Broken, abused, hurt, rejected, deceived. She's all of those things, and you have a responsibility now. And God will use you as a vessel so he can heal her. Boy, it's quiet. Even the children are paying attention. So, so think for a moment. Think for a moment. What's, what's our responsibility in leadership? If she's a broken woman, if she's a wounded woman, or if he's a scarred brother or a broken man, we have now a responsibility since we're in it. If you're already in it, you're in it to win it. You're in it to win it. You're not there to speak the eulogy over either of them. You don't pronounce death over somebody. You don't, you don't, you don't ever say you jacked up and you messed up and you just like your daddy, you just like your mama. No, we're trying every single day. Everybody in this room tries every single day to be everything that God has called you to be. Is it true or not? And so, so it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to say, you know what? I'm going to lead in helping you to be what it is. Just show me, show me how. Just show me how. If it's listen, I'll listen. More than anything is love. More than anything, you can love people into a place where they don't have any demands on you, but they're able to receive what God has. You can't make anybody give you something. Pastor said, you're supposed to make me whole. I said, no such a thing. He can't make you whole. She can't make you whole. Only God can do that. Now the challenge is it got to work through you. Whereas if we had waited a little while, just wait a little while, just wait a little while. Come on to single people, wait a little while, just wait a little while. Give it a full season. Give it a little while. Give it a season. Even people who are already married, you're broken and God fixes it. Wait a little while. Wait till the paint dries. Let it, let it, let the glue set before you go and try to work people into places that you want them to be. You say, wow, that's a long time. I don't know how long Adam and Eve was in that garden dealing with that situation, but we know shortly thereafter, God was like, you got to go. You, you don't have to go home, but you got to get out of here. So some of us have missed our Edens because of our mistakes or our errors or listening to the serpent. But I believe that there are women in this room that have the power, the ability, and the leadership. Now, this is how triumphant women are. She didn't say, Adam, you make me sick. I'm leaving you, and I'm going to be on the other side of the earth. She took the curse like a champ. The curse was 
Because of this, you're going to give birth in pain. Now, I don't know if she was going to give birth before and it was not going to be any pain. But as a result of that, the reminder is giving birth is a painful process. And I'm talking spiritually and naturally. There's some spiritual mothers in this room that give birth on a regular basis. And they're birthing out our deliverances. They're birthing out our freedoms. They're giving birth. They're travailing. So that was an attribute that although it was a curse, it brought forth something good. The tree that Jesus hung on was accursed, but it brought forth something good. The grave that he laid in for three days was a curse, but it brought forth something good. The death angel that went through Egypt and killed all of the firstborn was a curse, but it brought forth something good. And so don't despise the situation that you're in. Look for the good in it all. Look for the good because although it's a curse, what the enemy meant for evil, God has always meant it for your good. He didn't turn it around for your good. It was always for your good. You said, but it hurt. It was for your good. And if it didn't kill you, it was to make you better. Not bitter, better. Not bitter, but better. One letter, one letter difference between bitter and better, and that's I. Move yourself out of the way and allow God to make you better. Allow God to heal you. Allow God to validate you. Allow God to affirm you. Allow God to make you the woman of God that he's called you to be. And don't depend on someone else. Don't demand someone else. If it were doable, she should have went back and kicked the gates open and said, wait, I want to see the serpent. I want you to give me back everything you took. And there are some women that are wise enough and smart enough now to know that through Jesus, it's possible. Through Jesus, the very gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And you can go before the Lord in prayer and say, I want it all back. I want my joy. I want my peace. I want my love. I want my long suffering. I want my gentleness. I want my virtue back. I want my mind and my peace of mind back. And if you want to bring Adam back, you can bring him back too. So it's time for ladies to take leadership. It's time for ladies to step up and say, you know what? I humble myself before the king and your husband. Just humble. <laughs> you got quiet again. I lost him. I had everybody. Y'all was like, yes, yes. But I said humble. You was like, what? But what he got to do. You know it's bad when they have to shift back and forth. They're shifting their weight back and forth like, what? I didn't write none of this. But I'm a messenger, a messenger of hope. If we line ourselves up according to the word of the Lord, this is what happens. So Adam and Eve gets thrown out of the garden. Eve gets the curse of giving childbirth. Adam gets the curse of having to take care of them. Because seriously, his curse was you're going to work by the sweat of your brow. And you're going to take care of all your babies, daddy. <laughs> that's, that's what God said. You got to take care of your, and I'll send some friends to help you. There's friend of the court. There's the sheriff's office. There's a, I'll see you going to take care of your family one way or the other. Locked up, you, you, whatever, you're going to take care of your family. You might as well do it on the onset. Well, if I take care of them, then I should have custody. You, you advocated that in the garden, buddy. You advocated that a long time ago. Hope you get visitation. Hope you get visitation. Don't, don't try to argue and debate. Well, if I'm keeping them, I shouldn't have to pay. What do you mean? You're going to pay regardless. 
And what about those years of pain and agony and suffering? And the child is only six. <laughs> Got a long way to go. But you can go with joy. You can go with peace. If we step up to leadership and stop saying the woman that you gave me. Yeah, okay, well, say the woman that you gave me. Deal with the woman that God gave you. Yeah, don't go after another one. Don't go after, I heard it in the 70s, it's cheaper to keep her, right? But why, why even, if, if you're not good at it the first time, then why? And you say, okay, well, I made some more mistakes. You know, that all came with the fall too. And so if there are ladies that have children with multiple fathers, don't hold them all in contempt of court. Because all of them are not scoundrels, I'm sure. Just didn't work out. And so God says, I've been the father from the beginning and I'm the father now. So why don't you let me father? If I happen to use him, then that's fine. But God is our father and you're not here by accident. Nobody's by accident. You didn't just show up by accident. Well, my mother and father, they made a mistake. And no, God didn't make a mistake. They were out of season, but God is never out of time. (laughs) They were out of season, but never out of time. Never out of time. And so so if we look at the whole leadership spectrum, the, the whole leadership spectrum, Adam and Eve are supposed to walk this thing together all the way. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nations Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope. 